You know, there's a video I'm showing right now of uh, Tyree Nichols, who is skateboarding, and it's uh, pretty incredible. I mean, uh, he was uh, a skateboarder, somebody who, real tall, had the the capability of doing some pretty awesome tricks. Uh, Listen, as uh, somebody who dabbled in skateboarding as a a teenager and who recently just bought a skateboard, believe it or not, Uh, watching his skill, it's it's pretty remarkable. Uh, And this is just one video that's going around of uh, Tyree Nichols. But uh, the other video going around is is way too devastating to watch, uh, and that is the video of multiple police officers in Memphis uh, dragging him out of his vehicle, him running away, uh, and then being pursued again with more officers showing up, and uh, you know the story from there, and the, uh, the protests that uh, have sparked out of that. Uh, it's interesting to hear some of the the arguments, uh, and this is obviously something we'll be talking about throughout. Uh, but uh, it's 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 a question of is this police tactics gone uh, amok, uh, or is this, as some are saying, is systemic racism? But you have others questioning that narrative because it was in Memphis where uh, the the black population is the majority and the officers involved in this were all black officers in a predominantly black police department. Uh, so uh, I don't know if, if you have the, uh, the that narrative that's going to carry uh, when you, instead the, the narrative seems to be questioning uh, all of the, the different types of police tactics, including... Uh, the issue of uh, the these special street crimes units, these street crimes units uh, that have a, a certain number of police officers that focus their attentions on what are considered street crimes and gang violence, uh, and are they uh, given a certain level of uh, authority to uh, act aggressively towards others. So that's a conversation that's definitely going to be had nationally and has been had all throughout the weekend, and you can expect that to carry on. We'll actually be talking with the Springfield Police Chief tomorrow morning uh, about uh, a variety of things, from reacting to this video to talking about street crimes units and how they're implemented and how they should be uh, you know, given proper oversight and uh, uh, what kinds of problems do arise with these special types of units so uh, we'll uh, we'll have that conversation as has been had across the country as well uh, but one thing I do want to do uh, Monday mornings is kind of go through some of the other issues that are talked about on a national stage and uh, I know that a lot of us out there we're, we're busy all throughout the week and when it comes to the weekend trying to sit down and and, and watch all the talking head shows you're not going to be able to do that uh, I get paid to get inundated with media so I will do my best to do that for you uh, we could probably take this segment each and every uh, Monday morning to kind of go through what some of the talking heads across the country and on various uh, cable and news networks are discussing so uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, we'll get to that here in a bit. Ranging from everything uh, about you know the, the Twitter files and the weaponization of the federal government and the Department of Justice when it comes to social media use, uh, and then also you've got uh, the the just ongoing saga of the uh, the the. Con- the <laughs> The top secret documents that keep being found at people's places. All right, I don't have any in my house. I don't think there's any here. I mean, I can pull these drawers out and and check the papers that I have, but I don't think I've got any classified documents here. Uh, But with classified documents popping up basically at everybody else's home, uh, there's an ongoing question about how to handle that situation. Uh, But first, let's get to your phone calls. 217-629-7970. Good morning. Good 
thing, Greg, I heard the only thing secure in the White House was the Epstein files. <laughs> the, but, uh, yeah, the, the list of uh, Jeffrey Epstein's clients, right. Yeah, but uh, this young man that was brutally beaten to death by the, the police officers, I, I find it kind of ironic that literally I don't watch a lot of news at all. Matter of fact, the main news I get is from you or Facebook. And Friday night I was playing poker. It was the very first time I had heard of this case from some buddies. And then today is the second time I've heard of this case. Well, they dropped the, they dropped the video Friday afternoon. Friday, the surveillance. That's when I seen it was Friday evening at poker. They showed it to me. I I'd never heard anything about the case at all. The case has been known for a bit, but again, they they decided to delay releasing the body cam footage and also the surveillance footage that shows a crime against an individual uh, being beaten by a group of officers. But yeah, uh, they they dropped it Friday, so that's that's really where's why you're the, hearing it uh, being amplified uh, quite a bit. Well, where's all the outcry before? I mean, the the I don't understand like. Uh, uh, yeah, and, and, and the timeline, I don't have all in front of me, but yeah, the, the crime itself uh, that uh, these officers are being charged with happened a while back. It's just they had to get this video put out, which is what was released on Friday, and then you saw a, a, a bevy of protests across the country, uh, including some that, that had people smashing you know, New York Police Department uh, squad cars, and, and, and that's not necessarily going to help out the message much. But uh, good morning. We'll take a few other calls. What's going on? Did you see the other video that was released on Friday about uh, Mr. Pelosi and his visitor? You know, this is another video. We talked briefly about the release of that video as well, body cam footage. And uh, we had yet to actually unpack it because I hadn't seen it on Friday morning when we left. But I did watch it afterwards. It is bizarre. It's weird. It's like yep. it's uh, you see that uh, there's a little bit of what that uh, news network reporter reported several weeks ago. We aired that he was ultimately then suspended for some people saying that uh, the the release of the body cam footage uh, disputes that others saying no it actually kind of backs up what the guy was what the reporter was saying because there's this moment right when the door opens Pelosi's yeah. got you know in one hand a drink in the other hand a hammer who opened the door I think that's an interesting question but Pelosi yeah. and the assailant they they kind of stop and pose for a moment yeah. you know and Pelosi even steps towards the assailant a little bit, but then obviously the assailant, it's not all on video, but it is really just a, you could tell he he brutally beat Pelosi in the head, no question. Yeah, it, it seemed a little staged or almost like, you know, when you walk in a room and two little toddlers have been fighting and they kind of freeze. Yeah, and- I'm not going to, I'm not going to go as far as to say it was staged, but it, it was bizarre. Just the the little brief two or three seconds there before the assault happens in front of the body cam footage, it's it's bizarre. It's just it's a weird video. Uh, thankfully, Pelosi recovered, uh, but that whole situation as well coming out on Friday was was I, I don't even know what to say about it. It's 
again, I've watched that video as well. I'm not going to show that video. You can see that elsewhere, but uh, people obviously uh, taking that and running with it. Some other things that happened over the, the since Friday as well. You've got uh, the, the Project Veritas uh, situation with the Pfizer executive they caught undercover, uh, and then Pfizer putting out a statement, not even verifying if that individual did or did not work for the uh, for the for the agency for the uh, company, uh, but also putting out uh, some obscure messaging about their research and development of vaccines, and it's that itself is something else that uh, came out over the weekend uh, and continued to uh, promulgate all throughout the internet. But coming up next, we'll go through some of what other things were discussed on the talking head shows on national news everything from the issue of uh, classified documents uh, how congress should be dealing with that uh, but also you've got uh, the issue of um, twitter files and the weaponization of the federal department of justice so we'll touch on that as well here with wmay it's bishop on air i'm greg bishop in springfield's morning been talking this half hour about some of the things rising to the national conversation, uh, especially with what's going on in Congress, what's going on with policing, what's going on with classified documents, and the Talking head shows definitely delved into all of that. But uh, let's go ahead and see what they had to say. ABC did a bit of an overview of some of the classified document conversation, uh, and on this week uh, had a good report that kind of gave an overview again of uh, where we've come from when it comes to the a conversation about classified documents. Mark Zaid is a national security lawyer whose clients deal with anything from documents marked confidential to top secret. The U.S. government has said for decades that we classify way too much information. And every time, there, every few years, there's some effort to try and fix this. And every few years, it fails. Biden, Trump and Pence aren't the first high level officials to be accused of mishandling classified information. There's Hillary Clinton's email scandal in 2016 and CIA director John Deutsch, who lost his security clearance for keeping classified information on his home computer. And it also goes into the uh, situation with Sandy Berger, who, if you recall, went in and grabbed some classified documents and even stuffed them down his underwear and in his socks. So, uh, Classified documents, definitely something that uh, uh, there seems to be a sieve uh, in Washington, D.C. when it comes to trying to keep those secret. But what are they going to do about it? On CBS, they had Mark Warner and Marco Rubio, uh, the Democrat chair and the Republican minority spokesman on the Senate Intelligence Committee, talking about what they want to be able to do when it comes to delving into this classified document mess. Now, but we certainly are. There are things we need to do as a committee every year to authorize the moving amount of funds. I think the director of national intelligence and other heads of intelligence agencies are aware of that. You know, at, at some point, I'd prefer for them just to call us this morning or tomorrow or whenever and mm -hmm. say, look, we, we, this is the arrangement that we think we can reach so that the overseers can get access to this. I prefer not to go down that road, but it's one of the pieces of leverage we have as Congress. We're going to figure out a way to make sure that we get that access so that we can not only tell the American people, but we've got you know, another 85 U.S. senators who are not on the Intelligence Committee who look to us to get those assurances. 
So obviously you've got ongoing conversations about what to do concerning the investigations into classified documents. And can Congress provide proper oversight over what those documents were found at Biden's place uh, in particular uh, or Trump's place or Vice President uh, Mike Pence's place or wherever else these documents start popping up. So the the classified document situation obviously is going to be an ongoing uh, storyline. Meanwhile, the weaponization of the Justice Department and the uh, social Social media companies. Matt Taibbi, an investigative reporter, uh, he appeared on Fox News over the weekend and talked about some of the latest Twitter files that he has, including about the Hamilton 68, a group that was trying to say every story out there that was against the establishment was Russian bot information. But he really crystallized down to what this seemed to do is reflect what the European Union has been doing, clamping down on individual independent sovereign countries' rights within the European Union. When it comes to free speech and social media and access to these conversations on the Internet. Uh, Twitter executives had read a paper about what had happened in Europe. They were obviously privy to what what happened as well. Uh, But after bombings in Brussels and Paris, uh, the EU pressured all the Internet platforms to basically let them get involved in the content moderation process. And that exact same thing basically happened in the United States. The difference being that they really had to manufacture the Russian threat a lot more than they did the ISIS threat in Europe. Uh, And they did it through things like the Hamilton 68 project. Poisoning the U.S.-Russian relations for political gain. So uh, that was just, again, uh, Matt Taibbi talking about the Twitter files. And then on uh, MSNBC's Meet the Press, you had Jim Jordan talk about the uh, the ongoing investigations they're looking to continue when it comes to the weaponization of the Department of Justice. If you were concerned about the weaponization of the Justice Department in the Biden years, why not investigate the Trump years? We're going to look at threats to the First Amendment. We're going to look at this this. What Elon Musk, through, through the Twitter files, has displayed is unbelievable. The idea that the, the FBI was paying Twitter $3.4 million to help them suppress no, information. that's not how it keep, works. Keep they, information they had to reimburse from the American- Twitter to, to okay. comply with subpoenas. Do you that's think, the federal law. Do you think it was okay? That's a law Congress passed. Do you think it's okay for the FBI to meeting, be meeting every week and suppressing information about uh, a conservative and suppressing the Hunter Biden story, which we know is true? Do you think that's all right? I think most Americans say, no, that's probably information. We- I understand, but Here's this, what a, I would this like. is a private organization Here's- that made this decision. With pressure from the government, that's the point. So uh, we'll obviously hear a lot more about that as well as the U.S. House continues their investigations. All right, so we'll track that here on.